Hello, and welcome to Pop, a piece of peace. My name is Pastor Doug Warburton, and I'm recording this on Monday, March 7th, 2022. And this is a recap, a shortened version of our sermons. And so we hope that you'll listen to this wherever it works for you, and you can use it as a time for devotion and a time just to spend with God and in reflection. So currently, we're, we've just begun the season of Lent, and each week we're going through a different story in the book of Matthew. Um, we're calling it Lent by Matthew, and uh, it's a chance for us to dive deeper into one of the Gospels. And this week, the story was Jesus being tempted out in the wilderness by the devil. Um, the devil literally comes from a word that means accuser. And so whatever, whatever it is you think about the devil, whether you picture him as this satanic being or more as just the very presence of evil in our world, I think that's one thing we can all agree on is that evil exists in our world. And in my mind, the accuser always starts with this word, if. The accuser attacks our identities, attacks who God created us to be, and tries to tell us that we're not enough. And it always starts with if. If you had a different house, if you lived in a certain neighborhood, if only you had that object of clothing that you see on the racks at the store, if only you had that car, life would be better, you would be better. I read a story of a salesman who was asked, who is your accuser? And he said, my boss. And when the person writing the article said, why do you say your boss? He said, because my boss wants me, because I'm a successful salesman, to expand my sales territory. He said, I'm already not home four days a week. And so I argued with him saying that. And the boss came back with, listen, you have two small children. Those children are small now, but as they grow, their financial needs will be more. So by expanding your sales territory, you will actually be a better parent than you are now. So in his mind, that was the voice of the accuser. Now that certainly doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with expanding our sales territory, but when it comes at the cost of needing more and more, obviously that can lead us away from who God designed us to be. Jesus was tempted out in the wilderness and the devil, the accuser, came to him three different times and said, if you are the son of God. Now keep in mind, Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, so he was starving. And the devil goes right at the jugular and says, I know you're hungry. If you are the son of God, take these stones and make them into a stone sandwich. Jesus resists, quoting scripture. The devil comes back with another approach and says, if you are the son of God, why hide it? Why not just launch yourself from the pinnacle of the temple and let's make it known who you are. Jesus again resists and then the devil comes back a third time and offers him all of the kingdoms of the earth, which is kind of funny that the accuser thinks that he owns all the kingdoms of the earth, which are actually God's. 
and so Jesus is able to say, get out of here, Satan. Now, one thing that I find important and I think crucial in understanding this story is right before the temptation story, Jesus is baptized in the River Jordan. And as John baptizes him, the heavens split open and you hear this voice from above, voice that we assume to be God saying, this is my child with whom I'm well pleased. So Jesus knew who he was because God had claimed him long before the accuser had attacked his identity. So Jesus is secure in who he is. He knows he's God's child. We believe those same promises are said to us in our baptisms where God claims us and says, you are my beloved child. You're my kid and I love you. And so if we start with that, that's really all of the identity we should rely on in our lives. Martin Luther, legend has it, when he was writing a a German translation of the Bible, hiding out in a castle for quite a while, he heard the voice of the accuser tempting him as he's translating these beautiful passages. Jesus and the, the voice is challenging him, saying these promises of God aren't true. Why do you waste your time with them? And Luther would get upset and legend has it, he would take his ink pot and he would chuck it against the wall and have ink splatter all over the place. And he would cry out, I am baptized. (laughs) Not I was baptized, but I am. Because it's an ongoing covenant. It's an ongoing thing where God says, for all of your life, you are my child with whom I'm well pleased. And one quote that I think comes from Nadia Boltz Weber, but it wasn't clear in the article I was reading, says this, only God can tell us who we are. Everything else is temptation. Think about that for a while. That may be the most important thing I said on Sunday. Only God can tell us who we are. Everything else is temptation. All of us have layers that we need to strip off to find our actual identity. We all have things that we've subscribed to and adhered to and said yes to and haven't said no to. We all have these layers build up that sometimes pull us away from our true identity which is simply we are children of God, whom God loves. So this week, I challenge you, think about that. What are the layers that are covering up this God-given identity for you? Only God can tell us who we are. Everything else is temptation.